With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Gamers Wanted, a podcast where we talk to gamers about how gaming influenced their lives. And I'm your host, Derek. Thanks for tuning in. Dominic, thanks for coming on Gamers Wanted. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah, sure. So, uh, like you said, my name is Dominic. Dominic Schroeder is my full name. I mean, I've been a gamer uh, my entire life. The earliest picture of me playing games was, I believe, I was around two or three years old. Um, I was born in 94, so this I was this is like 96, 97 with the NES, and I was playing Duck Hunt and Mario. And since then, I've played every single console and uh, every iteration of a PC I've had since then. But I'll say this. Where the golden years were for me were the PS2, the GameCube, and the Xbox. To me, that's where like gaming really took off for me. And it's always been a hobby and a passion of mine since I can remember. Graduated from West Virginia University with a degree in advertising. And then right after that, like probably about two or three weeks after that, which was uh, last summer, so 2018, I accepted a internship uh, with Red Peg Marketing. Uh, they're a marketing agency uh, here in the D.C. area. You know, they work with a lot of brands, both endemic and non-endemic, helping them with event activations in the gaming space. So I basically provided assistance with that. So I got to work with Geico. So Geico Gaming is a sub-brand of Geico's. Uh, I also work with Niantic. I don't know if you're familiar with Pokemon Go, but Niantic were the individuals who created that game. And then we, we helped them do Pokemon Go Festival in Chicago. Um, we helped them turn that around. And then the last uh, main account that I pretty much got really got my hands on uh, was AT&T. And then recently, I've shout casting uh, an Apex Legends League here in the D.C. area called the AGL. So helping them, helping them out doing that. And then I've gotten into the content creation side of things. So I have, a, you know, I've started up my Twitch channel, doing some video editing, trying to get some videos out there. So really trying to diversify my, my portfolio as much as possible. What was your childhood like? I was born and raised here in the D.C. area. Loving family, very, very fortunate. Um, it, you know, it was funny. I remember a few years ago, my mom told me that I was born with pneumonia. So, and, you know, ever since then, I've always had a bit of a chip on my shoulder. Um, and so, but, you know, a pretty normal childhood. Played everything under the sun, like I said, since the NES. Um, but I also love traditional sports. Uh, I played a lot of basketball, soccer, football, baseball, um, you name it. I, I pretty much tried it out, tennis. You know, and just overall, just a normal kid. But, you know, for me, gaming was kind of the 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 quintessential thing for me was was really just getting immersed in a lot of the games I was playing back then. You know, Super Smash Brothers, you know, uh, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, which was a fantastic game that came out in the early 2000s. You know, I played that game for hours uh, playing Halo, the original Halos. And, you know, those were huge for me, too. Knights of the Old Republic. And so that's why I really spent. I wouldn't say most of my time, but a good chunk of my time was playing games of that nature. So, What was it about gaming? Well, what, what was it about gaming? that I think just the immersion, you know, playing these games and creating a story, you know, especially like with the Knights of the Old Republic, just the way that they created those games, the immersion factor for me just 
it, it instantly it instantly hooked me. And I think another thing too is, you know, I got diagnosed with ADHD at a pretty young age. And so for me, like, I think it just helps me kind of relax a little bit. And I, I like being in control. I like having the controller in my hand or the keyboard and mouse and just making decisions and, you know, trying to influence the story in a certain way. In the multiplayer aspect, you know, maybe getting the leg up on someone. And, you know, I'm a super competitive person because I play a lot of sports. And um, and so, I, you know, playing a lot of Halo and like, and like Call of Duties, and, you know, as those were coming out over the years, you know, I was, I was very, very competitive. And so I think that's why I got drawn to gaming in such a big way. When were you first introduced to multiplayer? So the first time I got introduced to multiplayer was Halo 2. When it when that came out, uh, I played it a little bit at like you know friends' houses and stuff like that. But then when the Xbox 360 came out, like that's where I truly, truly got immersed in multiplayer. I remember when Halo 3 came out, I just got my braces taken off in eighth grade, and like I couldn't go to school. You can't really eat solid foods when you get your braces off. It was just a coincidence that Halo 3 came out that day, and Halo 3 for me was like the first true multiplayer. Uh, experience where like I really got it day one because with Halo 2 I, I was a bit of a late bloomer um, I didn't really get Xbox Live until you know about a year after it was released so I was really immersed like the campaigns and stuff which were still fantastic but Halo 3 for me was like the first game where I really got to sit down day one and like really just play everything from the campaign the multiplayer to using Forge and creating custom games and everything like that so I spent hours doing that and then I would say the next one was Call of Duty 4 uh, modern warfare. I mean, it's same. It's, it's similar situation. I mean, the immersion, just the gameplay. I mean, it was it was such a solid game that uh, you know those are my two true multiplayer experiences. Do you feel like there were any negative experiences that you had in relates to gaming? That's actually a great question. I mean, I'll say this. I think with anything, there's there's always going to be positives and negatives. I I do think gaming kind of took me away from like some of my friends and stuff like that, and especially like during those young years. But, you know, as I got older, a lot of my buddies that I was hanging out with were gamers. So it was a, it was a great thing to have because, you know, if I wasn't hanging out with them in real life, you know, we were, you know, a lot of the times we were online playing together. So there was always communication between us, whether it was online on like Xbox Live or wherever, or we're, you know, either that or we're all hanging out at someone's house, you know, playing those games or, you know, doing other things like playing sports and stuff like that. So I was just so immersed in that world that, you know, like I said, it, 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 I, there was just something about it that, that, that just drew my attention. I think it was just, you know, being in control. I can watch sports all the live long day, but to me, there's no better feeling than having the control in your hand, like actually controlling the movements of the characters, dictating how stories are going to be played out. And if you're playing competitively on multiplayer, getting that leg up, you know, winning that 1v1 to, to win that search and destroy game or that big competitive match. So I think that's what really kept me in gaming uh, throughout those negative experiences. Now, is there anything that gaming taught you? Yeah, I mean, I think gaming taught me as I was growing up, you know, I think another reason why I got drawn to gaming in such a big way is because I was a very quiet kid. And I think especially when I got my hands on Xbox Live and really got into the multiplayer scene was to be a better communicator. Um, and that's something that that has carried with me to this day, um, just because I went from being a very, very quiet person to now a very extroverted type person and, and just wants to talk about this industry and, and this world so much. I, I think that was the biggest, the biggest takeaway from it. And I think also, too, like some people that I met online, you know, actually turned out to be some of my best friends to this day. I think friendship is another thing that it taught me. It, you know, just, just because you don't 
see the person, you know, it doesn't mean you guys can't establish a relationship and be good friends. So I would say those are definitely the two biggest things. We know when playing online, there's a level of toxicity that goes along with that, right? Yes. What would combat that? That's a great question. Um, in my opinion, I think it'll always be there. I hate, you know, I, I think it's such a great question, but I, I don't like how it's, it's, under, it's under such a microscope in the gaming community because, you know, if, if you really paid attention, if, you watch, if you're watching the NFL or pretty much any sort of competitive thing, you know, there's going to be some level of toxicity or some level of talking back and forth between people. Now, I will say this, it's a little bit more extreme in the gaming world, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, it's a little more extreme. So, so I do see the rebuttal there. But I think one way of maybe combating that is, and I think this is one great example, um, it are more programs or applications, especially in the console world, uh, like Discord. You know, it's not having not having the option of, you know, maybe not being in the game chat if you don't want to be in, you know, if you don't want to have that level of toxicity, you know, you can jump into your Discord server and just have you and your buddies talking. You don't have to listen to, to that outside noise. I think that's probably one of the only ways to do it, but I, I do think it will always be there. But I, I actually do think it's gotten better, especially over the last year or so, just because gaming has become such a big industry and it's grown. I mean, unbelievably that, you know, I've had very few, if any, bad experiences, you know, whether it's meeting people, you know, in real life, talking to people online, you know, or just talking about the industry in general. Um, I think it's gotten way better. So I, I think bringing more awareness about it and maybe saying like, hey, watch what you say, you know, you can you can say stuff, but let's not let's not take it to the levels that, that it's been at before. Do you think kids shouldn't be allowed to play with adults online? Man, you're coming here with these great questions. <laughs> I, I do think so. Um, I just think the way gaming is, is evolving, that the way I've kind of looked at it, especially over the last few months, is, you know, if you have a passion for this, you know, there's no reason to wait. I mean, look at the Fortnite World Cup. There are people that were 13, 14, 15 years old that are competing at the highest of levels. But for someone like me who grew up with gaming, you know, that wasn't available for me at that age. I mean, it was, but not the level that it's at now. Now, do I think that they need to be aware of what things are going to be said to, to them? And I do. And I think that's where parents come in. And I think, you know, you even saw it with, with, with Bugla, where he won, when he won the Fortnite World Cup, you know, his, his whole family was there supporting him. And they, I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, having a support system around you that is just going to be there through thick and thin. I think there are going to be bumps in the road if, if being in the industry is something you want to do. But as long as you have a good support system and you just know that, you know, stuff like that is, is, is out there and you just kind of have to tune it out. I think that's going to be the way that, that, that kids and adults can, can game uh, in, a, in a peaceful environment. If you have a knack for it and you really want it, I don't see a reason why, you know, young kids can't compete uh, with adults. I don't see why. Okay, last question. Do you have any advice for parents that still think gaming is a waste of time? I think you can look at someone like myself as, as, a, as a testament to that that's not the case anymore. Because, you know, when I graduated college, like I said, when I had my job at Red Peg, you know, I didn't know that there were jobs like that in the industry. You know, I didn't know that there were jobs where I could go out and meet fans, and meet pro players and, you know, help out with the event activations and help with the, with the breakdown and, and do help out with the marketing and, 
and I was getting paid to do that. And it was just an unbelievable feeling. And, you know, to be honest, my mom was a little skeptical too until she found out about the job that I got. And, you know, the second she realized that, she was 100% supportive. And she was like, do it. I don't, she was like, I don't care how long it is. I don't care, you know, what you're doing. That's what you want to do. You got to do it. So I would say to parents, look at other avenues. There are so many opportunities to be in the industry. You don't have to be a professional. You don't have to be ninja. You know, I, I think that's a big thing in the industry now that everyone is striving to be the next ninja. You don't have to be that. You can work in the business side. You can work in, you can be a shoutcaster. You can work in the production side. You can work in the event side. You can work for the organizations doing their, you know, being an account coordinator, being HR, being PR, doing sponsorships. You know, there's, there's, there's so many other ways to work in the industry or be a part of it than just being the next big streamer that has, you know, millions of followers and, you know, it has hundreds of thousands of people watching their streams. I would say educate your kids on that side of, of the of the industry. And and I will say too, you know, if they want to go down that route and they want to be the next pro player, they want to be the next shroud, you know, I would, you know, support them. But, you know, I would also educate them too and say, hey, you know, you, I, I fully support you doing this, but why don't you check out doing event, event activations for this production company? Um, I think that'd be a great way to at least get started. And then, you know, you never know who you could meet, especially in jobs like that, so where you can maybe take the next step and just grow exponentially. So that's what I would say to parents is, you know, don't look at just one avenue. There's just so many other ways to get in the industry now. Thanks for being on Gamers Wanted, Dominic. How can the listeners connect with you further? Yeah, and, and thank you so much, too, for letting me uh, come on come on your podcast and talk about this. Like I said, I'm, I'm super passionate about this industry. And uh, if anyone wants to reach out to me, you know, play with me or, you know, if you have any questions, you can find me on Twitter. I'm underscore the dominator. You can also find me on Twitch and Instagram at the same name. If you have any questions, just shoot me a DM or anything like that. I'd be happy to help anyone that has any questions. You've been listening to Gamers Wanted. If you want to share your story on how gaming has influenced your life, please contact us. We'd love to have you on the show. And if you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to like it or share it. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.